0: Do you feel like you're listening to a car sermon? I feel, I feel a little bit like, <laughs> I like swear a little bit. I'm like looking I, you can't see us, but I'm looking over at Joss, and he's like arms folded he's like, mm-hmm. just like nodding <laughs> just like eyes closed, nodding down. I'm like, reach, 50, 50 weight distribution. Yes. Mm-hmm. Praise me.
1: What's the new chassis code with the, the pig nose? Uh, I don't <laughs> even know. That's your favorite though, right? No, no, <laughs> no. It's, it's, it's... Hi, this is Mark. And this is Jostin. Welcome to the seller cars podcast. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. We are here with our good friend, Chris, and we are going to talk about a German car brand that we all very much like.
2: All right. So I was in early high school when my dad brought home our first BMW compared to the fleet of Subarus Fords and Jeeps, the blue 528 I was a car we never thought would land in the driveway. Personally, I never paid much attention to it. I had my existing car obsessions and BMW just wasn't one of them. Despite this, my first drive in the E39 told me there was something unique about this little sedan. Cruising through Franconia notch on a hot summer day, the car felt direct in a way that I had never experienced and could not describe through words. This was my first sip of the ultimate driving machine and one I will always remember. So what makes a BMW the ultimate driving machine? Thinking through this, a few possible answers come to mind. The silky smooth engines, the beautifully crafted and luxurious interiors, the distinct styling cues, all these answers are wrong. And in these categories, there's a competitor that does it better. What sets BMW apart from other companies is their ability to make a good chassis
0: is that what you say when we say amen right (laughs) i think so right i think you've solved it i think we're done here good job (laughs) sounds good wait you you said that the bmw was a surprise right so like what was what were your what was in your head in terms of like car what was your car passion at that time
2: yeah so let's think about this at the time i was 16 Mm -hmm. i owned
0: this formative car years
2: (laughs) i owned two cars i owned a 67 mgb that cost mm. me six hundred dollars, and I owned a nineteen ninety nine Saab nine three that cost me six hundred and fifty dollars.
0: Are you getting the feeling, Justin, that Chris is cooler than us? Yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely <laughs> like, cooler wait, than us. Why is like MGB and a nine like, hundred yeah, yeah. Wait, so you had MGB?
2: Had an MGB. Yep. Um, basically, bought that for nothing. Came with the car and like two other parts cars. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't run, didn't didn't do anything. Um, so that's really where I learned how to work on cars is, is I put that together over several years. Was it like your family involved or was it just you out there by yourself in the garage? So my dad had a Triumph Spitfire. Nice. And he brought that home when I was like 12 or 13. Mm-hmm. We worked on that together. Awesome. When I turned 15, I bought the MGB, worked on it for
0: the year before I turned 16 so I could drive it. That's awesome. So he when he turned 16, he is like basically like a 49-year-old man. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that's a- just like ASC certified. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tasting cars. Like, I like it. I would like this Jensen Healey, please. Yeah.
2: <laughs> All right. So, moving on. A well-designed chassis is the most important part of any car. It is the only part that cannot be changed. It is the bones around which everything rests and has a say in every driving characteristic. The chassis determines where the drivetrain will sit, what motor can fit in the engine bay, how stiff the car will feel mid-corner, or how plush it will feel over a bumpy road. It determines how much trunk space or rear leg room your passengers will have, as well as your view and aspect of the road. Parts are interchangeable. Shocks, sway bars, and camshafts can be upgraded, but the chassis lives with the driver forever. Early on, BMW recognized this and I've since been using it as the first step in a blueprint for the ultimate driving machine. Their silky motors, supple interiors, and sharp styling
0: are all frosting on the cake. Do you feel like you're listening to a car sermon? <laughs> I, feel, I feel a little bit
1: like, like swear. a little bit.
0: I'm like looking, I, you can't see us, but I'm looking over at Josh, and he's like, arms folded, and he's like, mm-hmm. Just like nodding, <laughs> like eyes closed, nodding down like, mm, reach, <laughs> hmm hmm 50-50 weight distribution. Yes, mm-hmm. praise me. yeah Yeah. supple interior it
1: uh well never mind save that for later (laughs) my e46 interior smells like
0: crayons but the e46 m3 is not the supple interior is not it 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 has not aged yeah i was gonna say it was supple when it first came out but it was fantastic but the e39 if you get in one you're like this still feels luxurious oh yeah Mm -hmm. like even today right Mm -hmm. it's like this is it's nice because it i I don't know what they did with the e46 series it's kind of like these materials did not wear good. Yeah, it's not the worst.
1: Definitely, I've had a lot worse interiors. But it gets beat Speaking up. It gets really but, beat up. Yeah.
0: Right, like that. I don't know how many of those ashtrays you've bought over the years. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, three. What happens? I've never owned an E46. I don't know. Like, what are you doing that, like, like it's all I gross. Think, I think part of that one is, is placement,
1: because it's in a really uh, easy spot to just throw stuff, like, throw your keys on mm. it or throw. It's like a little... Sp- spot to rest things you know so you seem really scratched up and stuff the cup holders too get all scratched up yeah you toss your keys in there and stuff it's like that plastic coating that just gets yeah, old that's true. and then it's like sticky
0: yeah i think that's what smells like crayons mm-hmm. but- <laughs> i
1: think you're right um volkswagen jettas and golfs from a similar vintage have like the exact same mm. smell i think they yep. must have just got the same <laughs> shit from the same place or something <laughs> Same factory. (laughs) We'll take the cheap glue. Yes, please. (laughs) Well, because
0: it's so supple at the time true you don't know
1: what's it gonna be like 30 years later.
0: It does feel right, like because all those like the all those cubbies are like soft clothes, right? So you like tap them once they like Mm -hmm. so they wanted to make like that kind of smooth exterior, which lasts like eighteen months and gets Mm -hmm. all fucked up.
1: (laughs) Right. And the E thirties is just like glossy, hard. Hard ass plastic. mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like (laughs) We're not talking um, dashboards, but otherwise, yeah.
0: Dashboards, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no. Other than that, like all those plastics are literally yeah. still minty fresh. Like I, my car mm-hmm. is super old. Your car is super old. Like they all look good. Mm-hmm. Have never been replaced.
2: Yours is a what year? Eighty
0: nine. Okay, so is mine. Yeah, it's like, and you're right. all those hard plastics. Just they just look good. Yeah. It's like squirt some pleasure on it, or they boom. or they just break. They just snap <laughs> entirely, which is okay.
1: It's like okay, I'll just yeah. get a new one. Yeah. But yeah, um, and I think that the pro tip for Chris, that Mark has employed is just have a separate spare
2: dashboard. He
1: he I has a whole to. extra
2: dashboard. I, I have that that crack in mind that's mm-hmm. like maybe a centimeter long. And I just I look at it every day <laughs> trying to figure out if it's growing or not.
1: <laughs> One tip about that car is that in the summer heat when it's like really, really hot, there's another
0: crack that you can start to see. Yeah, further
2: forward, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. But that's been, for the, for that's the not listeners, yeah, just Chris, no. Chris owns Jostin's old E30 Touring. So, yeah, yeah, But like, no, that's like I, the only reason I have a sunshade is to protect the dashboard. Yeah, me too. And I have the dash, do you have the dashboard mat. I don't have the mat. I just it. have the shade. Get the mat too. Because it adds a little bit more protection. Okay. Pro yeah. tip, rock auto. It's like 80 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so cheap.
2: Uh, it's funny. I was, I was telling RJ earlier that you have um, that that Momo wheel mm-hmm. in the touring. And I am so scared to pull that wheel off <laughs> and look at the date stamp because I don't want to find out that it's not period correct. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah! So please don't tell me, don't tell me. You don't no have idea. I didn't put it in. It, ca- it okay. came with the car, right? Yeah. yeah, it came with the car.
1: That's Just like, I'm such a perfectionist. The factory, as far
2: as I know. Like about that. I'm such a perfectionist about that little stuff that like, if I, knew, if I find out that that
0: wheel is from like 2001, <laughs> I'm going to have to buy a new one <laughs> now. But like, if you're gonna buy a BMW wheel, you need to buy it now because like, I have an M tech two wheel, Mm -hmm. right? And like, for years, those were like 200 bucks. No, but I like the wheel a lot. Yeah, I just don't want to, it feels really good. And the like, the texture matches the dashboard, Mm -hmm. which is cool. I don't want to find out that it's not to, period You don't correct. want to pry off the horn button, look on the, on the underside and see like 2017? <laughs> yeah. No. I don't know, Chris, it looks pretty old to <laughs> me. <laughs> well, well, we'll swing by and scuff it up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that sounds like true BMW enthusiast, right? Yeah, like, yeah. It's like, all right, so we're moving on from uh, chassis, right, Yeah. and defining the car. Yeah,
2: so. Let's flash back to the 1960s. Sports car design was completely unregulated and magazines such as Road and Track were praising the new Lotus Elan for near perfect 50-50 weight distribution. As a company, BMW was struggling. Profits were falling and customers could not find a reason to buy a BMW over a big American sedan or Le Mans winning Jaguar or Mercedes. The new class line came in to save the day and the secret was the chassis. Out of the new class came the 1602, the 1802, and eventually 2002. This was unofficially the birth of the 3 Series, leading to the E30, E46, E90, and all of the other grades not mentioned along with their 5 Series brothers. With each model came a new brand of enthusiast ready to swap out parts and build their dream car around the BMW skeleton. It is only fitting that true enthusiasts refer to BMWs through their chassis codes as this is the
0: linchpin to keeping drivers engaged.
1: I noticed you missed <laughs> one
0: in there. <laughs> Perhaps the greatest one? Yeah. Or, or I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I would say that, but yeah, a really good one, <laughs> E36. Or a really, yeah, really shitty one, right? Depending on You're the talking behalf. about the interior, yeah. Yes, yeah. I, I, I mean, like the E36. more than one, let's be real clear. It, I did, true. I did, but for the, <laughs> the E36,
2: I like the E36, but I really don't want one.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. if
2: I was going to spend money, I would get an E46 in any flavor. And it would be really good. And it would be better than E36. Oh,
0: all the E36. So that's probably
2: hard oh, to hear. All but. the E36 hot <laughs> boys just
0: like unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I honestly go back and forth, right? Yeah. Like, I think the e, E46 is quality. We've talked about this a million times, Justin. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like faster, better, it's balanced. Mm-hmm. It's, it's more civilized. The, it's more it's, civilized yeah. it's a better car but the e36 is simpler it's just it's so simple as a track car especially like it's just they're like made out of legos you can put any motor you want in it you can put any suspension it's like so modifiable it's like a good platform
2: i sure. also grew up during the e46 generation mm-hmm. so i think like seeing those on the road and you know having that remind me of being a kid and that being the new BMW also
0: kind of just mm-hmm. makes me lean more E46. I mean we have to it's not the best. Yeah. Like I think what Kamisa was like, these are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: understand why why people like them. I would own one at some point, but I'm kind of with Chris where E46 is just objectively a better car. Yeah. I mean yeah. you just said that better car. And then an E30 is old and wacky in a much more extreme way mm-hmm, than the mm-hmm. e36 and the e36 kind of splits the difference and in a privileged multi-car type you know scenario uh i don't know why would you pick the e36 i'm just
0: saying you just got no room for one
2: well and and let's call out the other one e21 the 21 yeah but that's ugly right.
0: so well
2: and <laughs> and for me it's like why would you get an e21
0: or why would i get an e21 when i have a 2002 right. right or you, or an e30 right like you can either right. direction seems like more vintage more better right e21 is like
2: ah. it's like it's got the 2002 motor <laughs> it's got a lot of the same components but it's just heavier
0: personally i think the styling uh, leaves a bit to be desired <laughs> like the 2002 clearly vintage especially the round tail right yeah. mm-hmm. then e30 classic E 21 it's like what happened on the back and why is the front leaning so far like the front fascia like so angry i'm like yeah i'm just like not into it so that's personal but i i do i do like an e36 not gonna lie well you had the touring i did yeah which i let's admit was objectively ugly from the back like it was weird
1: yeah but it was so different it was so cool because it was so different because we never you know we never see him yeah tell
0: tell us a bit about that car <laughs> i i, I the best part of owning that car, was like every week, if I drove it for the week, uh, someone would pass me hanging out the window of their car. Yeah. Just like giving me like the, you know, surfer thumbs up and be like freaking out as they were driving and just this
1: like is e- E36 touring that you imported from Denmark. Yeah. From, uh, from, yeah, from
0: Denmark. Yeah. So it was a German car import from Denmark. And-, and it
1: was a 95.
0: Yep. It was like,
1: yeah. I imported one the first thing.
0: Yeah, I think I imported like in the first six months, you could import it. Mine was a February ninety-five build. So and it landed like in July or August. So yeah, it was pretty early. There were not there were not many around. And man, all the BMW fanboys, man, they would lose their mind when they saw it. So I, I loaned it to a good friend and she drove it like to eastern Washington, to Oregon, and on Facebook groups that were e36 related i would get posts people like oh my god i'm in spokane what is the e36 there there would be a picture of my car out in spokane like holy crap i saw e 36 touring who's this and i get tagged in it and then it would be in like like oregon coast and i wouldn't be there like so i got tagged in many facebook posts as she was vacationing around in it
2: well and yours was calypso red yeah
0: which is Mm -hmm. a great color it is it is like my
2: touring is diamond schwartz Mm -hmm. which is Mm -hmm. also a great color but it kind of flies under the radar because there's so many other gray cars on Mm -hmm. the road but that calypso is just
1: and, and it this had the, nice. it had the the bumper and the side skirts. Yeah, it was an it MTech, an M-tech. Yeah, 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 it was yeah, M yeah.
0: exterior interior, and it, it was slammed. So it was yeah, it, <laughs> it was, was right dumped. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, let's admit, I mean, I, first, I don't like dump cars, but like I think wagons look super good when they're dumped. So to your point earlier
1: about how modifiable they are and how interchangeable everything is, totally. So, the whole the move that you. Maybe still should have taken, but never took was S52 swapping it right yeah. because you could just drop an S like
0: an M3 motor in it. It's like uh, uh, as far as I read, it's basically an ECU flash and a power steering pump change, and it's like if you can turn a wrench and drain fluids from a car, you can. It's it's just plug and play, and so and also like today you can just take the existing DME and they'll reflash it to whatever you want, right? You're like, oh, you have this car, so it's like plug like the wiring harness just plugs in, you don't you don't change it, you just like screw it in. So that just, should have done that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Imagine how good a track car that would be. <laughs> you auto crossed it I did. at least once. Yeah. Well,
2: I think I money you. It. I was like, why are you auto crossing? Like you have all these cars, why are you auto crossing the touring? But like now that I own an E30 touring, I understand
0: it. Like it's, it's, awesome. it's that good. It's so good. Is it the chassis? Game? It is a joke. Maybe it I is. Game, 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 game. <laughs> Chris is going to preach a little more. (laughs)
2: Let's do it. (laughs) All right. So what about their chassis has made BMW such a success? As mentioned before, this is hard to place because the chassis controls so many things. Looking at the similarities of the early three series and five series, one thing sticks out. Near perfect 50-50 weight distribution. To be clear, BMW was not the first or only company to do this. Lotus started with the Elan, and afterwards, a slew of cars like the Porsche 944, Mazda Miata, and Toyota MR2 followed suit. However, BMW was one of the first to successfully bring the recipe to a family car. The 2002 was one of the first family sports sedans, and before long, people all over the world were using 50-50 weight distribution disguised in four doors to bring their kids to school, pick up groceries, and take that family road trip. Couple that with genuine reliability, and hundreds of thousands of drivers have since been unknowingly introduced to a family car with Lotus and Porsche balance. Ever wonder why the battery of a BMW is in the trunk and cylinders five and six sit deep in the firewall? Now you know, and the
0: chassis set the recipe. Speaking of Elon, Yeah. There's that one that was on the cover of the Avance magazine, so I'm bringing a trailer right now. Yeah, just FYI, huh.
2: you should totally get that. So I, I
0: had a chance to to get an Elan. Hmm. Okay, S1, two or three? S2. Okay, good one. So. <laughs> is, that with the, is that with the door frames or not with the door frame? Like, well, this one is a
2: pile of parts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I worked on it briefly when I was in high school. Um, it was my neighbor's car, basically. The, the dad owned it, he passed away. The daughter wanted to restore it. Didn't really have a ton of money. So I was going over there and just, you know, tinkering on it. Mm -hmm. That was 10 years ago. Now they want to sell it. I kind of want to buy it, (laughs) but it's on the East coast and it doesn't have wheels. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: So now it's like this whole thing of Lotus salon would be cool. I would love to restore it, but the cost of actually shipping it all the way over here and the logistics of finding somebody to do it, probably not worth it. Yeah, but it's a great
1: it's car. A, like, doesn't say like rent, rent a U-Haul and a trailer or something like that. But that's not even gonna. Um,
0: you should totally do it. That's, it. like gonna, I should. I should. A lot, negative, a lot of stop energy, Chris. I, 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 restoring when, cars, cars go is go not energy. cheap. <laughs> like restoring a car is like
2: buy a B plus model or like a B plus grade, and you will be saving
0: so much money compared to restoring one. We're not in it for logic. Okay, come on. Let's be real clear. Oh, no, my, my Adam in San Francisco has a, a lawn. I think it's an S2. Um, yeah. And I've driven, it's, it is a, a hoot. And it weighs nothing. Yeah. It's so funny because like you're in it, you know, it's a, it's a ragtop, and you're sitting in it. You're like literally touching the other person because it's mm-hmm. so small and you feel like you're going to die. Cause it's so tiny and, like, and we were just driving through San Francisco on like downtown and then out to the the beach and like n- at night, right. With the headlights pointed like at the ground at the sky, <laughs> like. but it was so, it's so awesome. It is so yeah. light in the, but like the chassis just flexes. It's mm-hmm. like such a weird car. So, mm-hmm. but he's tracked it. Um, wow. At like a local, his, you know, a historic mm-hmm. Lotus thing. And I mean, he thrashed on it. So, that's, I think, kind of his pride and joy. It's, it, it's very cool. It's so cool. That's awesome. All right, what's next? All right.
2: So designing a good car is like solving a Rubik's Cube. Every decision affects another. Despite this, BMW was able to bring their approach to weight distribution to almost all of their flagship models and variants. This is incredibly impressive. Take the E39, for example. It is no surprise that the E39 M5 has perfect weight distribution. It was their flagship performance car, but the 528 Touring just as thought out despite using a different motor, gearbox, and body style. And as a result, very engaging to drive. The story is the same for most of these old models. No matter what engine, gearbox, or body style, the chassis can make the drive engaging. I am convinced that this is why BMW has such a following and why you see so many older four-door sedans running with Porsches, Alfa Romeos, and being pushed through rally classes. The recipe is too easy to follow. Take a stock BMW, lower about an inch, add Bilstein's or Konies, tires, and stiffen the sway bars to taste. Now you have a car with beautiful balance, direct feedback, and loads of grip that pretty much anyone can afford. As a company, I never loved or obsessed over BMW. I can't tell you when they were founded, their most popular car, how many F1 titles they have won. But even as a non enthusiast, half my collection is BMW. The reason? They are the ultimate driving machine.
0: I'm going to give the snaps for that. <laughs> Boom. I was like, drop, drop the mic. <laughs> I think I did. So I was, uh, I grew up like a huge Audi guy, mm-hmm. right? Like old Audis to B5 S4 and beyond, right? And I was like these are the best cars in the world And then i think i drove uh e39 m5 and i have not owned a, <laughs> i've not owned an audi since i was like i just hard cut like, yeah i did go to kind of peak sports sedan let's be clear so mm-hmm. but i remember thinking oh motor is like way out in front of the front axle and it's all-wheel drive and it's just like not a, a, a like something was revelatory like you were saying like yeah. i drove that m5 i'm like very different this yeah. is way more fun and so yeah it seems i mean the the, the chassis is the grounding
1: part but it, it, the way that it pulls all of these other the silky motor and the supple interior the design keys, everything like the steering um yeah it's unlike anything else it's a winning combination i, I was gonna say i don't remember how, how you put it but bill steens and the <laughs> you know it's like <laughs> lowered an inch that's such a True
0: thing. Like, how I many know. cars have we all done that too? It's, it's it's called the E30 package, right? It's like B8 H and R's sway bars. So, yeah,
1: yeah, but but I think other lots of other beam BMW. My E46 Touring oh, yeah. has the same
2: setup. um Yeah, I
1: would just add bushings. I think bushings, especially on an old car, make a very
2: big difference. Yeah, but I I need to do bushings on the 2002. Mm-hmm. Like they don't feel bad yet, but I know they're dried out yeah but i mean same thing 2002 bill steins lowering <laughs> springs sway bars good to go e30 touring bill steins r lowering springs mm-hmm. that's really it yeah i don't yeah. think there are sway bars in that or not not, not upgraded yeah exactly yeah. yeah um
0: all the bushings control arms stuff yep exact same story on the e36 touring
1: yeah that's it
0: it's all you need my, to my e46
1: touring is the same thing <laughs>
0: Is it? It has the same setup.
1: Yeah, it has. uh, Yeah, it's Bilstein and uh, H&R. Nice. Yep. My ambushings.
0: My E30 has the same thing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's a little. You could say it's played out, or you could say it's awesome. Right? It's awesome. It's just just perfect. (laughs) Yeah. I was I was looking
2: at E46 touring with coilovers on it the other day, and I was like, "Ah, How much would it cost? to just put lowering springs and bilsteins (laughs) on that and take the coilovers out i went deep on this i had that 996 turbo Mm
1: -hmm. and i bought it with fortune auto coilovers which are like good not great not even good they're like yeah Yeah. okay uh and so i actually bought the bilsteins and the h and r's and i like went to go put them all on and realized there's no top hats there's no like none of the other stuff that i need is there yeah so converting it back Especially because I bought it from an owner who didn't save any of that stuff. It's like near impossible. I mean, not near impossible, but it would have cost me the same amount again to buy all these little auxiliary parts that, you know, bolts and things that are. You are really like, oh, this sucks. I just want.
0: I really. Just I just like want strut a lower spring. Spring. That's it. I, just I want love it. strut
1: and Spring. I think that, yeah, make it adjustable and someone will fuck it up, right? That, I don't <laughs> can't remember what that quote is, but.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: No, it is, it is too G- give
2: easy. Give you
1: to- 10 ways to adjust it and find 10 ways to mess it up. Yeah,
0: that's tr- that, yeah. totally true. Yeah. I mean i i remember just like honing my ether i i don't do it much anymore like the last couple years um but when i first got it it's just like that's the car i drove everywhere and i drove it like just squealing like every like everywhere as fast as i could because it was like so much fun to drive i i don't think i was actually going fast just feels fast so i should drive down the track actually you should that's that's a good idea (laughs) and if you need more power just sot what do
1: swap there you go i do want to track it i want to check them all all right favorite bmw chassis
2: gotta go around the table here you only get one it has to be the e30 touring like the 2002 is great to drive but they feel very similar but you get all of the practicality of the touring
0: my boy loves your car. It's <laughs> he does. great You're car. not getting it back. It's, it's, no, it's, it's so good. It's so good. It's all yours. If you look at Chris's Instagram, it's super clear. I was like, <laughs> I, I, was, I think I was like, I think he likes it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, so good. Because like, I think one of your posts is like, you can have all your sports cars or something. Yep. I was like, mm-hmm. It's just like, I was like, I, I think Chris likes it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I drive
2: that car so much. And every time I'm like, I don't need more than this.
0: Yeah. Like, it's perfect.
2: Yeah. It's It's really yeah. underpowered. <laughs> but it's okay like yeah i don't i don't just need that it, out. it feels yeah. great
0: yeah like where are you going that you need all that speed right right so i'm so glad that it has gone to someone who is enjoying it so yeah. much and I, it's, it would be sad right like if he's like um this is a mistake yeah i'm gonna just turn or if it just bit. went
1: to some random you know mm-hmm. sh- i mean i shipped my 996 turbo to someone in like new hampshire or whatever and i love that car and no idea how it's doing, mm-hmm. you know, now I get to see yeah. how good you are like, taking they're care are like children you're sending off. Yeah. Why don't
0: you, why don't you want to get updates
1: and you should never sell it. And if you do, give me a call, you know, who's who will buy it yeah. unless you buy my E30. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I mean, see where I am financially. Maybe I can have both. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's the plan Thing like You have to buy mine yes. so I can get more cars. No, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. There's a, a uh, there's a plan. There's a
0: there's plan. There's a plan for plan. your
2: E30. Yes. Yes. Oh man. It's going.
0: Does Chris
1: not know about this? Oh, no,
2: Chris, are we sharing? Oh, what not? happened to no, public? I game. will be buried in that car. I will be buried
0: in an E thirty.
1: Oh, okay. I'll be buried in that car unless it's a.
0: It's a white M three. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yes. He's like was, <laughs> there was a lot of like scorn initially. And then he was like, "Oh, okay, that makes sense. Now. Yeah, it makes <laughs> so, sense." If
1: okay. those listening, Mark has the cleanest E thirty sedan. Like we, anybody who sees it is like. Yes, it just doesn't get cleaner than this. I didn't even know that that when I bought it. It's so good. But there is one thing that would be better than that, which is
0: the M3 version of it. So, yeah. I deliberately chose a sedan because I really wanted a sedan. But then uh, a friend of mine is uh, heavily pondering getting rid of his E30 M3. And I've been grooming him for like a a year, year. two years. Two years, yeah. Have you driven it yet? No. Drive it first. I've Uh, driven other E30 M3s. Okay. So I know that they're slower than my E30. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Less comfortable,
2: you know, all those things. They're worse
0: in every way. So like, my and mine has like the Mark De Silva chip, which I don't know if you can get one for the 320, but it's like, it's magical. Because like, they were designed, the cars were designed so long ago, the gas formulations were so different. Mm -hmm. So like, all, everything is different. And um, like, it makes the car a totally different car. I got that. I was like, oh my God s52 swap no thanks don't need it it's like it's a totally different uh vehicle and you Mm -hmm. drove it like yeah i never drove it before you uh had the chip but yeah yeah like after 4000 rpm like oh like comes on camera or feels like it does you're like huh this is weird it's a turbo it is like a little turbo
1: (laughs) (laughs) programmatic turbo (laughs) um okay e-30 touring is is a really good he came up with the answer pretty quick what's yours yeah I would just say one thing about the E3 touring also, like the practicality, it looks like a hatchback.
2: It's like a, Mm -hmm. it's like smaller than a Golf now. So my sister has an E3 and it is smaller than the A3. Whoa. (laughs) yeah, Yeah. Because basically like the approach to wagons back then was to take a sedan and then add more roof, but Uh, not like extend the wheelbase or anything. Now the approach to wagons is to take an SUV and make it smaller. That's why wagons now suck, and wagons back then are fantastic.
0: Hmm. It's my theory. Yeah, that's that that seems like a good theory. That tracks.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like when I when I was looking for an exhaust for that car, I had to check like four sources because I didn't believe that the wheelbase was the same Hmm. as the sedan. Right. Favorite Um, BMW chassis. It's gonna Mm. be E46.
1: Gonna be E46 for me. I've had uh, (laughs) so many. (laughs) A few of them. Yeah. Yeah. I have had, I think, six of them. Have the you ever time. not
0: had one since I've known you? Basically, uh, That's not the since question. the ZHP. No, right? You've always had one or four at the same
1: time. Yeah, yeah. There might have been a six month period there or something like that where I was looking for one. Um,
0: yeah, Jonathan's like shaking, yeah. like, withdraw. He's <laughs> <laughs> like foaming at the mouth.
1: <laughs> it's interesting though, like the, the theme of this episode. You know, the the, the chassis and that that mm-hmm. ultimate driving machine experience. The first time I ever drove the ZHP, I was just like. Holy crap! I didn't know this was possible to feel this way in a car, and uh, and yeah, the ZHP was like not enough, and I wanted to go, you know, M3, and
0: you tried to you tried to reason about it being enough, yeah, for a long time, like this is it's unique because it's and it's oh i had all the standard zhp it <laughs> stuff like
1: but it's got it's you know it's got the cams you
0: know it's got this and that like it's a four-door you know, yeah they didn't right, take right. a four-door m3 yeah exactly <laughs> it's got alcantara everywhere it's yeah. got this diamond hatch like yeah there's like a lot of zhp fanboy reasons yeah
1: yeah and if i had all the space in the world i would have a zhp too because a lot of that stuff's true but um yeah, the, it's the first time I really got to embrace the 50-50 weight distribution. Um, I also have a daughter, and she lets a jump in the back, and it feels just modern enough to be safe enough. And it's super capable. I, I track it now, and I, I just love the way that it feels. All the steering, the interior is charming in all of its flaws. Uh, great aftermarket support. Um, I love the way it looks. That's Half of it, honestly, mm-hmm. is, is the way it looks. I just love the lines of that car. Yeah. I love the E39 as well. I think the E39 is equally as handsome to me, um, but I've just always sure. been more into uh, the smaller, nimble, kind of more toss around
0: uh, over the additional size and practicality. Well, I can't answer, I mean, I, I, I generally agree with both of those answers, E30. I'm not gonna go E36, because I, I <laughs> we already busted on that. It's like, it, it is too shitty of an interior to want to own
1: what's the new chassis code with the the pig nose uh i don't even
0: know that's your favorite though right no <laughs> no no it's, it's, it's e90 f80 g80 right g g oh yeah the big nose i yeah. think um uh, trying a different answer i think um i it's very flawed but i've told you this is like i think i've found the perfect daily driver bmw in the e82 like the 135i it is the, the chassis handling is not good. Actually, it's, it's it's actually not that good, right? It's pretty soft, right? It's very soft, and like the rear end, it's it's not a it's not a three series. It's like slightly different than the three series in all the wrong ways, right? Like <laughs> the um the rear diff bushings, the rear subframe bushings are like Play-Doh. and so like the cars, like the back end, just wiggles around. And if you look, you go on the forums, people are like, yeah, it's kind of been like that since I bought it, and you're like. This is no good. So like again, I think the chassis is extremely compromised. You can hardly knock get camber in the front end and it's just pushes on the track. It's just like a really imperfect car to drive fast. But every other part of that car, I love so much. It is small, it's compact, it's light. It has like all the torque in the world with the N54. And so I think of it as like, if you had to get a daily you, I, it's it's gonna be hard to beat that car. It fits everywhere, and it looks cool. I think it's like oh. unique looking, like weird looking, right? So, you know, I love weird looking cars. Yeah, you know, I M had, Coupe. Yes, I had, <laughs> I had a clown shoe. I had mm-hmm. I had a, a GTV six and a Milano Verde at the same time. So E thirty six touring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, objectively ugly cars, right? So the yeah. interior is quite nice in that car. Like the one thirty five, it's just nicer than E forty six. Like, mm-hmm. it's just a nicer place to be. It's not as nice a place to drive. Not at all. Like, uh, handling-wise. But, like, stoplight to stoplight, it's fast, and it's quiet, it's comfortable, like, it's, what, what, it's modern. What was the last enough. turbo car that you had? That's the only turbo car I ever had. Besides your S4? Oh, right. No, yeah, I had the S4. I think the s I think the s4 is the first turbo car i had and then i've never had a single turbo car yeah so that that's that stood out to me that you it's yeah. like a, yeah the 135 is the only other turbo car i've had and the elise was supercharged mm-hmm. um but yeah the 135 like the power comes on all weird it's well nope. it's tuned so i think stock comes on pretty linear but like it's tuned the so power comes on weird rear end is weird it's real soft it's floaty but i think it's they look cool pl- too yeah it's like a yeah. good place to be they do and i they're wish the right it would han- yeah i wish it would handle I, I i as far as i understand you can kind of make a lot of it handle like an m3 by replacing the you know uh, the m3 suspension kind of just bolts up to a lot of the car so i'm not an expert in it but i know you can make it better but you gotta throw like real money at it so i don't really care that much but hey every day i'm like oh, this rear end is like really squiggly so, going back to the topic of this, you're
1: saying you like everything but the chassis. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: Also, the E46 chassis that I like uh, rips itself apart if you don't reinforce it. <laughs> so does the M coupe, and so does the E36 rear strut towers and front strut towers. Yeah. But, I mean, we can say that BMWs, almost all the best ones, all have uh, catastrophic design failures. Yeah. We'll say broad bearing. What about the E30? <laughs> The E30, um, other than like people never changing the timing belt. So.
2: Well, I think you told me it's like <laughs> E30 is one of those cars where everything can be wrong with it and will still drive fine. Yes.
0: It's right. like the Land Cruiser of BMWs.
2: That's why it's so
0: hard to buy a good one. It's yeah. because like Land Cruiser of BMWs. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just registering that. <laughs> it does. It'll go on like three cylinders, right? Yeah. And you're like, is this running right? I think so. You're like no oh. it's not that's totally not <laughs> like you're right that's why that so many of them are like total crap because people are like well i've been living with this since i bought it from my grandpa so i guess this is how it is like, right i just you know and then there's all those excuses why i just don't um i just don't roll that window down and i i just don't fill the gas tank o- over half tank that's it <laughs> it's like oh is it because there's rust is it rusty in the top well i don't know i never looked so <laughs> i do think um it's a little snap over steer in the wet I think the handling characteristics of the the sedan at least it's like a little can be a little twitchy, and so I put the z3 th- mine has the z three steering rack on it, so it's a lot sharper turn in and that on the highway sometimes like this
2: is a little much <laughs> yeah, see, mine is a daily so I'm not taking that risk um yeah, the two thousand two is the car that I push no
0: the, that e 30 terrain i've pushed you've pushed it. It drives amazing. And also you're actually not going very fast. Right. right, right. So like just feels fast. So good. It feels so good. Yeah. The gear change is so precise. Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) That little short shifter too. Oh, it's it's fantastic. Except except for getting in reverse. (laughs) I I'm such like a perfectionist about these things that I took the ZHP knob off Mm. because I couldn't look at the BMW M knowing that it isn't an M car. (laughs) That's totally fair. Like I loved that knob felt super
0: good can i have it can i buy it from you do you still have it yeah it's in the glove box all right right, put it in the because the one on my 135 is all worn out oh yeah that's not an m car it's not but it's an m sport okay that's close enough <laughs> it, it has an m on the steering wheel and all that yeah. stupid stuff but i'll Absolutely. pry it out i'll take the m off there how about that and i'll put like a little aluminum disc on the top there you go <laughs> what would you swap it out for
2: uh, I swapped it out for, it's like this white Delrin, I forget mm-hmm. who makes it.
0: Oh, is it the one that looks like a golf ball?
2: No, but it's made by the same people.
0: Okay. That's a very common mod, I think. It it's is. A, it's like, that feels pretty pure and correct too. So
2: if you look up the paddock official on Instagram, um, he's a friend of mine actually used to live out here, but that's how I found out about that knob is mm. he had a white E30 mm-hmm. and he ran that knob and looked
0: great. So mm. I bought one too. Mm. Check that out. Yeah. remind me I gotta get that ZHP knob from you. Yeah. Because you you, you drove the 135. Like, man, you got up to, the steering wheel's all ratty, the ship knobs all like effed up. So yeah. He's like, dude. That was like six your
1: days. your E36 or yeah your E36 touring. I drove it and the steering wheel was just it's like the four I, I don't know it was it was bad it was just bad. I, know, I was like, get a new steering wheel. <laughs> you
0: text me when you put the new one in. You're like. Dude, it's all new car. <laughs> like, yeah, this is the main thing that you're interacting with. I got a period correct m 2 uh E36 steering wheel for it. And it was so perfect. <gasps> I wish you didn't sell that car. I kind of wish I didn't sell that car. I regret selling the M-Coupe. Like, pretty yeah, much weekly. Really? Weekly, I'm like, that was an absolute mistake. No other car, I think that way. I'm like, I had my time. It was fine. But the M-Coupe, I'm like, that was dumb. That was just dumb. I don't know why I did that.
2: So what was it about the M coupe that like made it feel different than what you have now?
0: It's just ridiculously ugly. And
1: <laughs> it's, it's like, depends on the angle. Yeah.
0: Somewhere there you're looking are like that. one or two angles where it looks awesome. And like two, 300 where it looks kind of weird, but I, I it's like, it's just like every, I just loved it. I think it's like, it's like uh, it was S52, not S54. Um, so it was very torquey. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, uh, Kind of, was well loved, right? It had one hundred and ninety four thousand miles on it, but it's an S fifty two. Like as long as the compression holds, that thing will go forever. So, I miss it. That's the one I miss the most. Because mm-hmm. everything was unique to that car, basically, right? The 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 chassis, the body, the interior bits and pieces, the seats, like all of it was just for that car, and then the drop top version of it. So, it's like they made so. It's like it was not a financially sound decision for the company to make that car. right? Yet they made them. So I think that that's kind of what I miss about it. It's like, this is impractical from every angle, right? It doesn't look good. Not that fast. It kind of handles weird. It was stupid for them to make. But it's one of those like, well, fuck it. We just like, you hired, we hired, they hired the M division guy to make the Z3. And he was just like, I can't, you, I can't, my soul is dying making this plush Miata copy so so like the story of it is like really kind of amazing so and also drove really it was fun it was like it was quick it handled weird it really did but yeah like the wheels were all unique right the offset was all one off everything's just like one off so kind of yeah it's a cool car i miss it that's the one that is the only car i miss out of all the cars i've had that was a mistake But I remember I listed, I bought it for very little. And there's an MCOOP registry. So every ad ever, they track everyone and they put a screenshot into a registry. So, like, when I went to sell it, like, four months later, every single person that inquired, it's like, was it this one? I'm like, yes. (laughs) Are you asking like $10,000 more? I'm like, yes, I am. And they're almost like, you got a great deal. I'm like, Yes, I did, sir. Yes, and then sold right away. And the one guy was like in a panic to buy it. Yeah. Cause like you I went from Portland or something? No, he was in Seattle. And I mm-hmm. I went to San I listed it on the plane. Like, like we always do is like I finally make the decision to sell something, like after a lot of soul searching. And then I I have to post the ad or else I'm gonna change my mind. Right. Like, so I was on the plane, I posted the ad from my computer, and like by the time I landed, I had a ton of messages to this one guy, he I texted him back from the plane, I'm like yeah, no, this sound he's like, he made an offer, right? Right, just in text. He's like, I'll oh, I'll come, we'll meet at the bank, we're good to go, right? I'm like, he's like, this much. I'm like, sounds good. And then, then I was in San Francisco working. I didn't text him for a day. And like the next day he called. He's like, Hey, just check in. Like we're still oh, on, right? Like he didn't <laughs> even sound like, I'm not even in the city. He's like, just just check in. I really need this car. I'm like, okay like they just never like the thing i regret about it's like i can't have one right yeah like if i had any amount of money right now and i wanted to a black s52 like that one there isn't one there 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 are there's zero well even
2: even like the e28 that i owned right owned it for not very long Mm -hmm. but it was despite the miles it was probably one of the nicest e28s you would Mm -hmm. ever see so when i listed that and eventually sold it it was the same thing it was like i had to come to terms with the fact that i was never gonna
0: have another one yeah mm. exactly like i bought the cheapest one i had ever seen and i sold it for a lot more money and like if i just walked out the door with like 40 grand right now i i wouldn't right. i don't know where i would go mm-hmm. i have no idea actually there's one for like 36 in seattle yeah, that, could... that supercharged one but it's yeah. silver i'm like i don't and there's a lot of mods like the supercharger yeah. yeah 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 like a stock one like there there isn't one for sale i'm yeah. like in all the facebook groups I'm, like in every single one there isn't there's not one so it's like the, the entire the z Coupe, like the for sale postings they they just they just stopped so it's like they just dried up the whole market just shut down so if you want one you missed it it's like you missed it
2: well magnus yeah. walker did the the next big thing on the M Coupe. oh he did like Close to
0: a year ago, uh-huh. maybe six months ago, that probably had something to do with it. <laughs> he has spoken. <laughs> yep, I miss it. Even independent of all that, I, I, I the car, I miss right, and like and now, I, it, it just adds to the regret. Is that I can't get one. I have to like go hunt someone down that has one and like stand in front of them, like sir. And you don't know if it's going to be good or not. Yeah, like like yeah. I want your car, and they'll probably like, dude, no. Yeah, <laughs> so I do miss it. So I would say E82, but it's, it's not a good chassis. But <laughs> M coupe yeah. is like, I miss that car. It's so funky. It's fun. It's BMW's like funkiest car, which is why I like the one, one series. It's funky. So,
1: yeah, I like your answer because you're uh, I mean, Chris and I both pick pretty pretty obvious uh, options. <laughs> you mean ex- obviously excellent cars. Yes. <laughs> yes. And you're trying to
2: find the like weird little in between the funkiest. Uh, yeah funky ones
0: those two are funky Mm -hmm. i feel like
2: there are two sides it's like i like this one because it's so unique Mm -hmm. well but then on the other side e46 e30 there are a reason there are so many out there
0: they're so good good yeah
2: so it's like you you either have it two ways either you get the unique one the cool bmw that nobody else has or you get the one that's tried and true parts are easy to find million and a half out there if you want to find another one Right this is the guy
1: that owned two uh alphas at the same time yeah yeah i should have bought your milano he's he's here for the weird
0: hard to work on doesn't always (laughs) work right the gtv6 was actually the nicest gtv6 i've ever seen so like oh yeah i'm pretty happy with like the person that bought it paid full price for it he seemed very like i was telling you like the test drive you Mm -hmm. can all i've been on a lot of test drives with with, selling a car and there's that moment like i want to sell my e39 m5 like. He was kind of like driving around on the highway. I was like, bro, push that, like just floor it in second. He's like, is that okay? I'm like, why are you buying this car? Mm-hmm. And so he had a seven-year-old in his back. He, he put it in second gear on like 65th entering the highway. He's like, and it's like just banged it off the rev limiter and just jam shifted in third. And I just saw this smile, like, sold car sold yeah. for full that would be for full asking price right there and when he got back he's like okay so what kind of money would you like what, yeah. what shape of it so same thing with the gtv6 like yeah i believe as he is. was getting on the highway first second third i looked over this grin and then like the hands like on the wheel and like mm-hmm. kind of petting this you know, i was like oh looks like someone bought a car <laughs> looks like someone's not haggling <laughs> he's like he got back he's like, i'll take it like, that was it. He's like, I'll take it. Like, buying a cheeseburger. Like, I will have it. So those are good moments. Yeah. Like, the, <laughs> the M. Coop guy didn't even drive. He just bought it over Facebook Messenger. Like, he didn't. He never drove it. He showed up at Chase Bank. He looked at it and said, looks as, as described. He's like, let's go get your money. <laughs> so it's pretty awesome. There are good people to sell to out there. Yeah especially for the weird ones for the weird ones so yep.
1: all right um we learned a lot we learned a lot
0: you, what's your next bmw that's the last question here if i had to choose
2: mm-hmm. e46 325 xi why i that... <laughs> saying <Same>. why uh... <laughs> because um for those of you that don't know, I have a Range Rover classic. That's my winter car and it's going to need some some engine work this winter. So I'm looking for something that is all wheel drive <laughs> and I would love it to be another BMW wagon.
0: That's cool. That's cool. Be That's a awesome. good reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know his answer. He'll just get another E46 M3. <laughs> <laughs> probably will be an E30. I, I
1: I really miss. I really miss the E30 It'll
0: be, or, or, no, probably mine.
1: Yeah, probably be yours or uh, or an E90 i could definitely do an e90 yeah you drove mine a little bit yeah i did and i was intrigued by it i I could do an e90 yeah or a clown shoe
0: i'm gonna buy one just to spite you (laughs) 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 you're (laughs) You're gonna find one and not tell me about it you're like i bought it yes (laughs) damn it also an e39 i don't know i can't have too many answers i've never had an e39 you're not you're not getting an e39 Ah, you've had too many shots at one and never
1: you never sort. come back
0: from a test drive happy about it
1: i've never driven a manual touring e39 oh okay i think that would be the ticket i drove an m5 that was straight piped and i was not happy after i just <laughs> and it was silver and i just i don't know
0: yeah yeah that tracks all right chris thank you very much for that
1: whoa whoa, whoa whoa what's your next bmw oh <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm gonna buy one today, probably. So <laughs> probably an E46 M3. Yeah. yeah. I've been avoiding it. Like cause this guy's like like buying all the good ones. I feel like it's you know, like if you have a friend that like that's his thing, like, right. you can't like I can't order the same stuff, but it's like just been avoiding peak BMW M3.
1: Dude, you gotta do it. I bought an E thirty after you already had an E30, yeah. that's
0: fine. But you want the wagon version. That's totally mm-hmm. different, right?
1: You could track a wagon E46 and three.
0: I've tried to find one, but <laughs> yeah. There's that like one that's like Laguna Second Blue one. Uh-huh. But yeah. it's like repainted. They didn't do the door damage or anything. Or it's like, yeah. no thanks. That's like yeah. real half assed, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think I just have to bite the bullet yeah and realize it's like the perfect dual duty track pseudo track shitty daily. <laughs> like,
1: like, it's a pretty good daily we,
0: one of the guys that bought one of my old ones uh sold
1: his tesla model y and his daily driving
0: <laughs> the e46 pretty awesome yeah, yeah. i think that's gonna be it yeah i have to guess it's a good one since since i'm literally texting Darian, but <laughs> 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 awesome we'll find out friday when it comes back from the shop when yeah. it shows up at our shop you know he's getting like alignment and a cup he's getting it dialed in <laughs> for sale so, got it. He's like come by at the end of the week. Bring the Z. <laughs> so. All
1: right. Well, thanks for tuning in. Thank you so much for the the story, the background, the the knowledge. The knowledge, yeah. It's great. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for having me. See you later.